Please join me for the call to worship that's printed in your bulletin. For God alone, my soul waits in silence, for my hope is from the Lord. Trust in the Lord at all times, O people. Pour out your heart before God. Let us worship God. confident that nothing is able to separate us from the love of God in Jesus Christ. Let's take this time to confess our, the wrong we have done through uh, the unison prayer of confession printed in your bulletin, and then by taking a few moments to silently confess the wrong we have done. Please join me in prayer. God who creates us, Christ who redeems us, Christ who renews us, hear our confession. We hide from you when we should heed you. Your voice we neglect. Disobedience hinders our being more faithful. We claim that others mislead us when we stray from your will, but it is our doing. Have mercy upon us and grant us forgiveness so that we may rest in your peace. Hear the good news. Who is in a position to condemn? Only Christ and Christ died for us, Christ rose for us, 
Christ reigns in power for us. Christ intercedes in us for us. In the name of Jesus Christ, I declare to you that all you have confessed is forgiven and forgotten. By the grace of God, you have been made new. Thanks be to God. We ask that you wrap your healing, loving, and comforting arms around each and every one of us. We ask that you put your shield around those in the military and our first responders. They are the ones that run to the trouble as we run away. And we ask that you are their shield. And once again, we ask that you be with each and every one of us as we continue to know what it is to be a follower of Christ. And we ask all this with the prayer your son taught us so long ago. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not to temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Please join me in the prayer for illumination. Living God, help us to hear your holy word with open hearts so that we may truly understand and understanding that we may believe and believing that we may follow in all faithfulness and obedience, seeking your honor and glory in all that we do. Through Christ our Lord, amen. Our first scripture reading this morning is the letter to the Hebrews, chapter 4, verses 12 through 16. Hear the word of the Lord. Indeed, the word of God is living and active, sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing until it divides soul from spirit, joints from marrow. It is able to judge the thoughts and intentions of the heart. And before him no creature is hidden, but all are naked and laid bare to the eyes of the one to whom we must render an account. Since then we have a great high priest who has passed through the heavens, Jesus, the Son of God. Let us hold fast to our confession. For we do not have a high priest who is unable to sympathize with our weaknesses, but we have one who in every respect has been tested as we are, yet without sin. Let us therefore approach the throne of grace with boldness, so that we may receive mercy and find grace to help in time of need. May God bless to our understanding this reading from God's word. The next scripture is from the Gospel of Mark, chapter 10, verses 17 through 31. As Jesus was setting out on a journey, a man ran up and knelt before him and asked him, good teacher, 
what must I do to inherit eternal life? And Jesus said to him, why do you call me good? No one is good but God alone. You know the commandments, you shall not murder, you shall not commit adultery, you shall not steal, you shall not bear false witness, you shall not defraud, honor your father and mother. And he said to him, teacher, I have done all these things since my youth. Jesus looking at him loved him and said, you lack one thing. Go, sell what you own and give the money to the poor and you will have treasure in heaven. Then come follow me. When he heard this, he was shocked and he went away grieving for he had many possessions. Then Jesus looked around and said to his disciples, how hard is it? Will it be for those who have wealth to enter the kingdom of God? And the disciples were perplexed at these words, but Jesus said to them again, children, how hard is it to enter the kingdom of God? It is easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for someone who is rich to enter the kingdom of God. They were greatly astounded and said to one another, then who can be saved? Jesus looked at them and said, for mortals it is impossible, but not for God. For God, all things are possible. Peter began to say to him, look, we have left everything and followed you. And Jesus says, truly I tell you, there is no one who has left house or brothers or sisters or mother or father or children or fields for my sake and for the sake of the good news, who will not receive a hundredfold now in this age. Houses, brothers and sisters, mothers and children and fields with persecutions and in the age to come eternal life. But many who are first will be last and the last will be first. Now normally I would have stopped there, but this week has just really messed with me just a little bit because of all the stuff that has happened to the shooting on Monday that happened late Sunday night. So I wake up Monday morning before a wonderful and joyous golf outing to hear that so many people were shot and hurt. So many people were killed senselessly. So in my heart, I kept having other scriptures go through my head during the course of the week. One from Lamentations, where it says, it's Lamentations 3, he has made my teeth grind on gravel and made me cower in ashes. My soul is bereft of peace. I have forgotten what happiness is. So I say, gone is my glory and all that I had hoped for from the Lord. The thought of my affliction and my homelessness is wormwood and gall. My soul continually thinks of it and is bowed down within me. But this I call to mind, and therefore I have hope. The steadfast love of the Lord never ceases. His mercy never come to an end. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. But then there was that other scripture that was haunting me during the week as well. And that was Psalm 13. And that goes, how long, O Lord, how long? Will you forget me forever? How long will you hide your face from me? How long must I bear pain in my soul and have sorrow in my heart all day long? How long shall my enemy be exalted over me? Consider and answer me, O Lord, my God. Give light to my eyes or I will sleep the sleep of death. And my enemy will say, I have prevailed. My foes will rejoice because I am shaken. But I trusted in your steadfast love. My heart shall rejoice in your salvation. 
I will sing to the Lord because he has dealt bountifully with me. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. This week has been a crazy week. It really has. Last week we were praying for people in Puerto Rico because of the hurricane that hit the week before that. We were praying because they had lost everything. They still don't have power. They're, they're, they still have some generators, but they're still having some problems getting the gas so they can get the generators still going. And then Monday hits. Well, late Sunday night in Las Vegas, but Monday morning is when we would read about it or see it on TV, when 59 people were senselessly killed. Senselessly. You go to a country concert, you don't expect not to come home. You expect to come home and have your, your pins and your, your T-shirt saying, I went to this concert, what a great time I had. Let alone you're in Las Vegas, a, a, a really nice party place sometimes. And then you read or you hear or you see what happened. And you start to say, how long, oh God, how long will this continue? How many people have to continually suffer because of somebody else's hand? It's not something that they did. It's something that somebody else did to them. How long, oh God, how long must our faith sometimes be shaken because we don't understand what's going on? We know that God's plan is, is perfect. I just wish we knew what that was. So we could put some rhyme and reason maybe with this senselessness. Our hearts ache because we actually know somebody. Now it's a friend of a friend of a friend, but we still have ties to somebody who was hurt that evening, who may not get that feeling back in his legs. Because right now, the last I heard, he doesn't have feeling in his legs. Or those 59 families that will no longer say, I love you, face-to-face -to, -face to a person. How long, O oh Lord, how long? Yet that psalmist who kept saying, how long, O oh Lord, how long? At the very end, he realized that he still had hope. In Lamentations, the person who wrote that said they still had hope. They had hope in God's steadfast love that God would be with them, but they had fear they were shaken. You heard that, they were shaken. Now I can put that with the first, the, the, the Gospel of Luke as well. You had this rich man who had everything. Many, many, many possessions. And the only thing he had to do, which trust me, I know is hard, but the only thing he had to do was give up everything and trust and have faith in God that God would give him everything that he would need to be sustained. He had to have faith in God. He had to trust in God's steadfast love that God would be with him every moment of every day. The man walked away grieving because he couldn't do it. How many families of those victims in Las Vegas are walking away, walking away because They've lost some of that trust. They've lost some of that faith. How do we, here in this quiet little town, this quiet little town of Milford, how do we share our strong faith? Because I know we have strong faith. 
with those with a weaker faith, those that are questioning where God was during that time. Why didn't God protect my loved one? Where was God when a nine-foot surge came through on the coast? Where was God when 150-mile-an-hour winds took my home? Where is God? Because I can't get a job today. I can't put a roof over my head. I can't put food on my table. Where do we show? How do we show our strong faith that is burning in our hearts? How do we show that to the people who need it most? I don't have the answer to that. I'm actually asking the question, how do we show that? Now we show it to people at the soup kitchen because we try and give them jackets and tents and blankets to keep them warm in the upcoming winter. We do it when we give food and, and financial help to the food pantry so that people can put food on their tables. But how, how do we help that person that lost a loved one so senselessly? How do we help that individual? And my only thought is we need to make sure that our faith grows stronger and our faith grows stronger so that we can bear some of their burden. Just as Christ and God takes on our burden, we need to help them with theirs. Again, I don't know how to do that. I do know that this is a faithful congregation. This is a congregation that has a strong will, that even though they can't touch God or talk to God face to face, that they believe that there is a God out there that is trying to protect all of God's children, young and old. I know that we have the faith that God will provide for us. And I believe God will provide for us a way that we can help those that need it most, the most vulnerable, the ones that are still questioning themselves on how do I believe when they've taken my loved one? I expect it with this sermon when I put it together to actually start a stewardship thing. Well, you know what? This isn't about money anymore. This scripture about the rich man isn't about giving up everything you have to give it away for us. It's about giving up all of your inhibitions and saying, I trust God with all of my heart, with all of my mind and all of my soul. And that I know God's steadfast love will be there for me every moment of my life, in the good times and in the bad. It's not about the money, and it, it took me a week with also putting in those other two scriptures to realize, you know, it's never about the money, never. It's always about where our heart is and where God is in our hearts. The psalmist ended saying, my heart shall rejoice in your salvation. I trusted in your steadfast love. I will sing to the Lord because he has dealt bountifully with me. And as person of lamentation, the steadfast love of the Lord never ceases. His mercy never comes to an end. They are new every morning, and great is your faithfulness. If we can take those words and believe those words with every ounce of our being, then we really have given up all of our possessions because we are giving everything over to God. 
and God will show us the way that we can show that to others that aren't quite there yet or that are suffering or that don't quite understand that they have no control, that God is in control of everything. If we just remember, just remember that God's steadfast love is with us and is strong and that God shows us mercy every day in everything that we do. We will have that eternal life and we will be able to help those that can't help themselves in this time of their lives. Let us pray. Gracious loving God, this has been a hard, hard couple of months. People are losing their possessions because of hurricanes or tornadoes or floods. People are losing loved ones for the same reason. People are still waiting to hear if their loved ones are alive in Puerto Rico. People that went out for a fun evening weren't able to make it home that night because of some senseless individual and some senseless thought process that that person had. We ask that you be with all those that are questioning if there really is a God. We also ask that you be with us so that we can find a way that we can share the love that we have and the faith that we have with those that need it most. We ask that you be with each and every one of us as we continue to journey with you and try to be just like your image and share your strength with those that need it most. We ask this in your son's name, Jesus Christ. Amen.
invitation to every one of us. Go out of this place and share that love with others around you. And may the shalom of God, the love and compassion of Christ, and the power of the Holy Spirit be with you all.